0: Yeah, what's happening?
1: What's well, happening? hello, Nelly. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm good. How y'all?
1: Doing pretty good, my man. Very Appreciate ve- you taking the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no um, problem. I'm Freddie Mac. Uh, this is Natalie. I'm
2: Natalie. Q102 in,
1: in Cincinnati. Yes. Start with, how are you? Pandemic uh, given mm-hmm. the circumstances and everything, but how are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, in that nutshell, I mean, I'm great, man. I can't complain. You know what I'm saying? Um,
1: all things considering. Considering,
0: um, I'm probably just trying to do what everybody else around the world and definitely in our country are trying to get back to some type of normalcy. So you know, same thing.
2: For sure. Well, Freddie and I were talking about it. I think it's safe to say that you may have won 2020. I mean, you still, (laughs) you know what? I don't know if that's the year to win. (laughs) 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 I don't know if that's the year to win, but I'll take it. You know what I mean? Well, you definitely, you definitely had a very rambunctious year and did so many dope things, like staying on it, on it, on it. It was wonderful to watch.
0: Yeah, I appreciate well, that. Thank you so much,
1: man. You did a lot. I, I, I did a lot too in 2020. I feel you like did. I wanted in my own way. I, I moved to a new city. Um, I had okay. a baby boy. And oh, congratulations! Thank you, man. And and so we wanted to ask you kind of a, a dad question. You know, how do you? Uh, how would you deal with if your kids? Did a tell-all interview with with uh, with Oprah.
0: Uh, you, you know what? I don't. Uh, hopefully, me and my children would never get down to that to that type of scenario.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. where they would need to do a tell-all <laughs> with Oprah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, obviously, you know. Uh, okay, let me say this. I love The Crown. I watch The Crown. <laughs>
2: yeah. so, Us too, big. So. Fan.
0: So in watching The Crown and then watching that interview, you can't help but see how that interview takes place. I I can see how they get to that point. I I, I can just see it. You you can obviously see it because there's nothing more important than the monarchy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. there's,
0: There's nothing more important than the monarchy. You know what I'm saying? And if you're trying to live under that type of regime, in 2020 you're trying to live in a in a in a structured environment that was structured thousands of years ago
2: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: you know what i mean and and you're sitting there you know and it's it's 2021 there's no way that that, there's no way that you don't (laughs) get to that there's no way that 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 situation does not get to that interview that's impossible because evolution evolution is inevitable you, you're going to have to evolve. And the one thing the minority does probably as slow as any anybody else is evolve.
2: Yeah. It's, evolve. It's, so it's, a, true. It's,
0: it's, it's the last of the evolution. Matter of fact, they fight evolution. You know what I'm saying? They fight right. evolution with tradition. They mm-hmm. don't fight evolution with reality. They mm-hmm. don't fight it because you would think, me personally, that if you were thinking about survival, you would be more proactive than reactive Mm -hmm. and you know what i'm saying and it it just goes to you look at that and it's just like they're so reactive they're not proactive they don't they don't grasp and try to lead and try to be at the forefront you would think that that would help the quote unquote royal family of saying you know what we're going to be the first royal family to integrate and, and and show that all creeds can lead. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you would think that they would embrace that and just see where this thing is going and just be like, well, you know what? In order for us to survive another thousand years, mm-hmm. we're going to have to be in front of evolution instead of being behind evolution. That's yeah. that's just how I see it. You know what I mean? Evolve or die.
1: Yeah, you
0: you would think that they would be leading the campaign for integration and and leading the campaign for just trying to you know keep it alive because if you look at it how much longer do you think it's going to survive at that pace mm-hmm. i mean the people are going to come knocking at the door
1: you right. know what yeah. i mean and, and it's only and, a matter of time
0: it's only a matter of time bro and, in and, and the but and it's,
1: it's been bubbling up for you know since
0: for, yeah, but you could control Princess it,
1: Diana, I would say.
0: But you could, I mean, even before then, even before then, if you look at her sister, if True. you look at her sister, if you look at um, actually the uh, the one king that stepped down that actually oh, right. allowed her to be.
2: Yeah, the abolitionist. actually uh, allowed her to be. Her uncle, and, yeah.
0: Right, her uncle. So if you look at that and you just think like, yo, y'all don't, how many times are you going to get a crack at this to, to wrong this right? <laughs> I mean, to right this wrong. You know what I mean? And and they just keep making the same damn mistake. They mess it up every time. And there's no way you're gonna get away with it right now because it's a thing called social media. There's no way you're gonna get away with it now because you can't control the outcome. Back then, they could control the media. They could control who says what. So my kids, we would never get that far. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if they did, I'd probably ring their necks.
2: For sure. (laughs) For sure. You're trying to embarrass me. Right? You're making sure this is not happening. My parents would kill me. Oh my god. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man.
1: But um, but as as you as a parent, you've been doing this for for some time now. Um, Yeah. What what kind of parent are you? Are you like the uh, what do we
2: call it? Uh, Let's say go ask your mother type of dad. No, I'm I'm, I'm halfway I'm
0: halfway into. I'm 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 in the middle of because I said so <laughs> and 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 trying to trying to have an understanding as a, a friend parent. I'm 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 in between that because you know I think it is in your favor to not just be the parent, but to also have a some type of friendship with your child in this day and age. Only in this day and age, because there are going to come times where, you know, it used to be you could you could shield kids from certain things until they were ready to to understand it, and hopefully they didn't run into it somewhere down the line. But now you can't. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, right. you know, you used to have because to sneak in. Yeah, you have to bump into your parents' uh, Playboy magazines. You know what I'm saying?
2: And, <laughs> right, and, yeah. and right. now,
0: now it's kind of like, you have to block the internet it's just like you go exactly. straight block it like
1: <laughs> my like parents had, no the, way. They had the code on the direct tv for certain channels you know what i mean exactly <laughs> I like, yeah you couldn't even you watch know? certain things um well, so yeah no that's interesting
2: i can think that your beer your, your kids have got to think that you're a cool dad because your music is still hella relevant so it's playing all the time and you're still nelly you're just i mean it's dope you like never aged you never you know what I mean? Oh, thank you You're so still... much. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So they haven't gave me a head full of gray hair yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still, I'm still hanging on. I'm still <laughs> hanging on. But mm-hmm. um, I think, I think the thing is also is, you know, um, for all accounts, man, my kids are great. You know what I'm saying? Do we go through things? Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously we go through things. I mean, that's that's what growing pains are, and it, it's it's not the easiest thing to grow up as the child of someone of this nature of this stature because sometimes expectations are put on you unnecessarily and certain things and you don't get a chance to naturally find your way like you know what i'm saying like naturally make your mistakes all the mistakes that you make are compound they're not just right they're highlighted they're not just Oh, so what? I did that when I was a kid. It's kind of like, yo, what are you doing? You can't do that. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. on Google now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The tabloid's so. TMZ is talking about it now. So <laughs> exactly. look where we at. No, yep. so it's a, it's a different type of raising a child. And we're talking about, you yep. know, yep. your music. Country Grammar, 20 years, 20-year uh, yep. anniversary, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you um, so much. And, and that, was, that, was, that was big. That was, that's the debut. It's the first one. It's during like, my
2: come up, for sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, what does that
1: album mean to you?
0: Um, well, I mean, obviously, excuse me. Obviously, um, I mean, it's the start of not just representing myself, but where I'm from, St. Louis. Shout out mm-hmm. to the Lou. Um, getting a chance to put where I'm from in, a, in, in, the, uh, in the spotlight, getting a chance to highlight that we have just as much talent as any other place in the, in, in the world where, you know, yeah. you can come from St. Louis and and be the biggest thing on the planet in 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 a in in a moment, in a moment. You made the and I Midwest think that's so very. Cool. And I, well, I mean, you know, the Midwest. I don't think we get enough recognition for all of the talent that it, that Amen. has ever come out of all, all of all all of the greats come out of the Midwest. I mean, come on, let's, mm-hmm. let's stop it. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson is born in the Midwest, Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. Prince is Larry from Bird. Minneapolis. Yeah, Prince is from Minneapolis. You know what I'm saying, like you know. So it's just like you know, the Midwest. Kanye is from Chicago. You right. know what I mean, like both the entertainers
1: from. Uh, I can go Missouri. on and on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Steve Harvey, he's from Cleveland. You know, okay. I mean, obviously you can go on and on. But the thing about it is that um, I think that comes from because we are in the middle. We get a great melting pot for everything that's around us, and we get a chance to take in the East, the West, the South, and get a chance to uh, come up with a version that everybody loves. So the Midwest is not a regional music, it's a global, it's a global type of um, type of experience that, that, that can exist anywhere. So um, yeah, man, it was good to represent where I'm from and country grammar just means, you know, it probably means more to where I'm from than it does to me personally.
2: Mm. ah yes we know you've been noted to say that that the come up is the most exciting time in the music yeah. industry you know do yeah, you think exactly. there's a second come up of you because i mean you still keep going well, and evolving. you can always you know reinvent
1: yeah speaking of evolving right yeah well i think reinvention
0: and um i think that evolution and um reinventing yourself that's the key you know um i a lot of my idols are people, uh, masters of the re, the re-in- you know, the reinventing themselves. I mean, obviously, uh, I was born at a time where there was no hip hop. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I was born in the '70s, so you know, at that time there, there, there was no hip hop. So if you look at it, you know, I grew up on the Michael Jacksons and the, and the, and the things like that. And if you look how he evolved, and then this guy out of New York, out of Queens, named LL Cool J, hit the scene, and all yeah. hell broke loose and all hell broke loose. And you're talking about a master of reinventing himself, you know, and uh, Tupac, he was a master at reinventing himself.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: um, and you look at all these artists and I think reinventing yourself is the key. It's, it's, it's about not shunning what is happening because what I think you get is you get so many artists and so many people want things to stay the same as they remember it. And I mm-hmm. say, that, that, that goes back to when I say the best time is to come up because A lot of times when music means the most to you, it's when you're a teenager, when you're a kid. That's when your music means the most to you because it's your experiences, it's your soundtracks, you can hear songs, you remember where you were, what you were going through, if you had your prom, if it was Mm -hmm. your homecoming, what Mm -hmm. what songs were played and that's your moment. That's, That's what you remember and that's where you always wanna stay because music is everything. I have to go to this concert. Oh, I'll do whatever. You beg your mom, I'll yeah. clean up. I'll do whatever, just buy me some tickets. And then when, yes. you, get, when you get to be our age, it's kind of like, yeah, 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 I love Nelly, but I gotta pay these bills first. So right. I don't know if I'm gonna make this damn concert. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, but I love them. Hey, hey, it's good buddy, good to see you.
2: You know but what, you what, during all of those things you just described is when you made the Midwest cool and I was in that high was school. Cool. And let me tell you, one of my, my high school friends, all the guys still get together and do a golf trip every year. It's this year and, and every year they, they have um, synchronized the soundtrack to all of your music and to the St. <laughs> Lunatic's right. music. True stories. So when I told them yesterday I was going to be talking to you, they are face melting right now. So oh, wow. Because wow. you are like the soundtrack to our our entire upbringing, so man, anyway. we well, tell but the homies out there
0: what's happening, man. Tell them to keep it, keep it going.
2: I yeah. well, they keep it actually, going. they actually paid for Murphy Lee to do a cameo, but they couldn't afford you, so oh, but they man. did. <laughs> they tried, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but I think she she mentioned a line from the documentary about the uh about the come up, and mm-hmm. you know I we loved watching that documentary, and but the only thing wrong with it was that. It was so short. So <laughs> I, true. I, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to keep, I didn't want it to be over. I wanted it to keep going. Is there any plans for like a long form documentary? Because um, I mean, there's a lot more you can talk about and cover, right? With your life, right. your, well, your, your career. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, I mean, obviously it's been like a somewhat of a, a, a biopic craze going on right now with a yeah. lot of, with a lot of different things and a lot of, so we are getting talks and, and things to kind of, um. Tell a tell a story up to now, so to speak. And it's kind of hard because, you know, when I start thinking of biopics, I start thinking of I don't want to say you feel like it's over or you feel like, right, you know, right. you yeah. didn't tell a story. It's just like, yo, I don't I know it's been 20 years, but I got so many great ideas. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm mean? I got I got, Still so got so gas much in other the tank. stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um I remember a conversation that uh uh, uh somebody told me. Uh, a, a while ago, like in early 2000s, I had a chance and um, and Will was like, yo, you know, almost like 15 years or something like that after he uh, first started rapping, he was still doing the Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And you think about Will Smith after the Fresh Prince, you just think about how much he's done after the Fresh Prince, right. and you're just like, wow, yeah. you know, he, he's done so much after the Fresh Prince, but even before, after the Fresh Prince, he had already done so much, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His music career, all that parents just don't understand, getting up to that point, and that was just like 15 years, and then he has this other crazy career waiting on him, and this, this, yeah. this mountain that he kicked into, and I, I like to use Will as a, as a great inspiration, because you know, 15 years was just a beginning. 15, 16 years was just a beginning of this person who he was able to create and this icon that is on this Mount Rushmore of celebrities, probably period across the board. And he started out a rapper. He just started, he just, he he started out a rapper, you know, a rapper from Philly. And um, so when you think about that in terms, not saying that, you know, I'm trying to be Will Smith, but you just right. said you think about you think about ways of constantly um, reinventing yourself and creating different avenues. And I mean, I don't know, man, uh, we're in talk. So hopefully, you know, if something comes together that we really that will really be in line of where we're going and we'll right. be able to say to be
2: continued, right. so to right. speak. Yeah. And then
0: I think that that would be uh, something that I would be definitely interested in.
2: Okay. Super cool. Can you tell me about okay? Do you know you can buy one can of your Budweiser Tallboy on the internet for twenty dollars a piece? Is where oh, they really? start off? Yes. A six <laughs> a six pack is like sometimes I found one on sale, but it was broken for eighty dollars. But a six pack is what how how much is that? $120? This is really? amazing. Do you wow. have do you have a, a lot of these in your house saved somewhere? These are cool <laughs> Uh,
0: I you know what we probably got some at the office somewhere. I mean, you know what I mean. But uh, I don't I don't know if it's that many because we gave a lot of them out. We gave them to uh, obviously to friends, family, associates, business partners that may not have been able to get some because they were only selling them in St. Louis, and then um, so I, I think that's probably why um, they're they're a little bit high. Well, I would probably say a lot high. Yeah, <laughs> twenty a can. $20 a can. a can. If I'd have known they were going to be going $20 a can, I would have stocked the hell up. You <laughs> right.
2: know
1: what it's just well, no, like, Even
2: just, just think about shipping, I'm like, so if I buy this, it's going to come exploding. So it's going to be warm, shaken up in the box from whoever's sending it yeah. from their house yeah. in, gosh, no, in St. Louis, you know, so. Well,
0: what they would probably have to do is take like a cold pack, freeze it, wrap it up, and then <sighs> ship it. Ew. Maybe you can wow, get true. it. Maybe you can get
2: it. Yeah. Get some dry ice in there. This is a whole- you Yeah, a whole- you know. Things. <laughs>
1: I wanted um, to ask about uh Hotten Here" or her. Okay. Uh, sorry for the mispronunciation. But there you um, go. that song has—I'm um, originally from Maryland, like right outside D.C. So that song oh, yeah, has yeah. Um, go-go influence from Chuck uh, Brown. From yeah. Chuck Brown, right? Yep. Bust and yeah. loose. Um, yep. Did you know? You knew that going in? Did you know that yeah. uh, that history of go-go of going into that of course you know that song?
0: Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm—I'm—I love music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I. Obviously, um, I mean and when you talk about go-go, uh, th- there's an art form, that's an art form that's underrated in music, I would right. say. Mm-hmm. You know, and how influential that it is, um, and just uh, how infectious it is. And I don't I don't think it gets enough credit for the influence that it has just over music in period. Um, but what I will say is that. That experience has taught me to always get your music cleared before you put it out. (laughs) Was was there a copyright infringement going on there? Not an infringement. Not an infringement. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to tell you that the first time I met Chuck Brown, his arms were open, and he had a grin from ear to ear, and he was Uh just like, because he got paid. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. okay, gonna, good. I'm yeah. just gonna tell it to you like that. Not saying that he he wouldn't have got paid overall, but yeah. he got uh, way. Chuck I Brown mean, probably made Chuck Brown probably made more money off of Hot In Here uh, than me and Pharrell together, publishing wise. I'm just oh gonna my tell you that.
2: Gosh.
0: I'm just I'm just gonna tell you that. I mean, obviously, considering royalty shows and everything yeah. else, we probably, I probably made the most money <laughs> off of Hot In Here. But if mm-hmm. you just want to think in one specific category, because yeah. you know, a song, a song has like four different categories upon which you can make music off of it. But if you want to talk about that one, <laughs> Chuck Brown was very, very happy to see Nellie. Oh, I yeah. can't imagine. <laughs> That's why his
1: smile was so big. Because you're a great oh, person. Oh my God. <laughs> he decided to meet yeah. you but also like
2: yeah. hey. That's what hey, I thought. Jack.
0: I was just like, yo, he just wanted to say hi to Nelly. It had nothing to do with that percentage on Hot and Hit.
2: So Ugh. do you love that song? Because Hot Here still plays no matter what, no matter like what city or state you're in, East Coast, yeah. West Coast, yeah. North, South, that song plays everywhere. I play
1: it at every wedding I DJ. Yeah. Like, I play course, it all yeah. the time. Like it's just, it's one, it's timeless, period. Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, thank you so much. And I think Bless. that's what, um, I think that's what you go for as an artist. So hopefully Hi. you can create music that withstands different generations and you still get that feeling when it come on as it did when it, when it first was invented. And like you said, it's, 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 it's a karaoke monster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what
0: I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's like a karaoke monster, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's just one of those, one of those joints where, um, yeah, man, you feel fortunate enough that you, that you did get a chance to create something that hopefully it will be around Mm -hmm. for, for a very long time after you're gone. And, um, that's kind of like one of those joints and, you know, me and P man, we, we, we knew we had something. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to you know. front. When that song came out and when we were creating, you know, you know. A, lot of people, a lot of people didn't get it because it was a different sound right? and yeah. definitely coming off of country grammar. When you're coming off of like country grammar and then you go into a sound like hot in here with that go-go smash, it's kind of like, are you sure? But right. boy, all hell, all hell broke loose. You know what okay. I mean? Like all hell broke loose with that song.
2: Was there one person in mind that you think their ass is bodacious that you wrote this song uh, about? Is there one is there one butt yeah, in your brain?
0: No, nah, you at that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> at that time, at that time, man, it was it was just a salute to all Vodacious females around the world you know what i mean because i have been i have been around the world and back again by time by time that came out and i was just celebrating all my bodacious female fans so congratulations around the world (laughs) hey uh salute uh international Women's day
2: (laughs) Well, thank you for calling um amazing um what was the word alliteration grammatical genius to um the rear ends thank
1: (laughs) Thank you you very much much. no problem Um, what's your secret nelly to uh these relationships i know we talked about pharrell a little bit but i'm i'm the specifically in the in the country realm Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. with um kane brown and jimmy allen um florida georgia line obviously like What's what's your secret to those relationships? Getting in that in that world, so to speak. <clears throat> well, before I even
0: get to those guys, I think I think it. You know, when I first came out, it's like country grammar. You know what I mean. So, if you think about country music right now, there's probably not a country music fan that's under forty. Probably a little bit of uh, probably above forty, but there's not a country music fan that don't like some type of hip hop. Yeah, that don't that does not listen to some type of hip hop in some form, shape or form. Now, they love country music. Country music is their thing, but they also can appreciate some artists in hip hop. So those guys that you listening to, you got to understand. Nelly in 2004, I dropped over and over with Tim McGraw. So if you look at a lot of those guys, just like she put out there, those guys were probably so young that their parents probably were playing country grammar. Probably listening to Nelly over and over and Tim McGraw, and you listen to that emergence. Um, mm-hmm. And when I did over and over back in in 2004, you know my label looked at me with a side eye, like, "Yo, this guy's trying to ruin his career. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, career you, suicide right ab- here, man. You're absolutely nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but fortunately enough, and I give shout out to my homie Tim McGraw because he believed in me and what I was trying to do. Because you got to understand, in 2004, this was still freaking Tim McGraw." You know yeah. he's on you know Mount Rushmore country world. music, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying, like so. So he's Reminds like, see, you know, for him to entrust in me and believe in me in this in, the, in this idea that this rapper got from St. Louis was like okay, and we were able to put it together and create what I like to say is you know one floor in the bridge that that from country music to hip hop. That, mm-hmm. that, that I'm trying to continuously grow. So by the time I get to Kane Brown, FGL, you know, and all these other cats, it's kind of like, you know, these guys grew up on me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As well as what they're doing. And I was already in that realm before mm-hmm. they got in that realm
2: yeah you. you know yeah. what I mean so, yeah. so Dude, you wrote, kinda, okay let's just I feel like you're being modest you were the first one you wrote the rules on this is it true. you like wrote the playbook Trouble, on well, all of that, man
0: well I mean I know but it, 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 it's, it's due to that fan base allowing me to be at the dinner for those fans of country music to show me so much love which which coincides with my project right now the Heartland project which is, you know is what we're getting into right now and is which I call it It's country influence. It's not a country album. I don't say it's a country album because it's a Nelly album, but it's country influence. And I have so much respect for country music, the genre of country music, country artists to know that Nelly's not going to wake up and make a country album. No more than Tim McGraw is going to wake up and make a hip hop album. But country music has allowed me to be at the dinner. Now, I don't have to sit at the table, but I'm allowed to be in the room. You know what I mean? And 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 I appreciate that. That love and that and that you know what they show me. So this project here is just that. It's kind of like Nelly's bringing them country club bangers. This whole project is just about you know what I'm saying. It's just about yo my love for country music, uh, my appreciation, and you know I'm trying to create something that's not there. And all throughout my career, that's what I've been able to do is bring a new sound and a new energy, in a in a lane that nobody's. Nobody's mm-hmm. able to do but myself.
1: Love it, man. Um, we want to be respectful of your time and everything, but we we love good. love a little bit with Florida Georgia Line on Thank that, you. and Thank we're you. looking forward to Heartland. No hard date yet. I, I can't no hard date yet. Here.
0: COVID, 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 yeah. man. And um, my, you know, I'm from the old school, so I don't like putting my music at the fans. I like giving it to them. So I like to be out on the road. I like yeah, the man. tour. I like to be out in front. So hopefully, you know. 2021 is bringing on a whole new thing and we'll be able to get back out on the road and I'll be able to present it. But if not, then we're gonna to have to do the best that we can, but I'm pretty sure we'll get a date soon. And you know, I'll be back to holler at y'all when we do.
1: My man. Well, right. We're looking we're looking forward to it, man. And hopefully we the next time we talk, we can have a face-to-face conversation, us three yeah. sit down and and we celebrate Heartland and, um, and yeah, we see you on a stage somewhere soon, man. We hope so. Looking
0: forward to it. Looking forward yes, to sir. it, bro.
1: Thank, thanks thank again you. for taking the time, man. Yeah, we appreciate
0: thank you. thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Freddie, Nat, thank you, sweetie. Appreciate
2: it. Oh, my gosh. Have a great day. I can't wait to one day drink one of your Budweiser's, okay? And (laughs) I'll tell all my friends you said hello. I got you. (laughs)